Back for another week. You're tuned into Backdoor Cut. My name is Josh Timoteo here with Devin Booker, Stan, Matt Beatty. Mate, I love the Suns. I'm, I'm, I'm on the Suns Kool Aid. I'm on all the yeah. Kool Aid. It's book. hard not to be right now. I'm, I'm looking forward to the playoffs, and he's just going to go in there and, uh, and and show out. Hopefully, the first round uh, exit to the Lakers. <laughs> um, after all that, that other voice you're hearing there is about to die on a hill. Jake Eisenberg, Jason Tatum, still 19. His <laughs> yeah, yeah, Ben Let's Simmons is a rookie. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Let's go. Okay, so this episode, basically, we've been in a bit of a furor because <laughs> ESPN posted up their top 25 players under the age of 25 list. And this is, this is, one, of our, this is one of our niches, the mm-hmm. under 25 list. It's something we return to every year or so. And frankly, theirs was a bit wild. And we're going to pick it apart. We're going to break it down. We're going to make it look a little bit silly because... Some of it is. Let's mm. get stuck straight in. Yeah, this is a backdoor cut staple. You know, first ever episode, redrafting the 2017 draft. We, we love to focus on the on the young guys. Um, it, it reminds us of ourselves, I think, so, so much of the world. <laughs> Except frighteningly, we're all older <laughs> yeah. than these young guys now. Yeah, it's a little bit terrifying that we're closing in on being a decade older and some of these guys, um, but that's okay. Um, we're not on the same we're, same kind of uh, career career path here. Yeah, they, these these are the players that help us take us back to those days. You know, those days of innocence, those days of coming up. I, I prefer to think about it that we're in our championship window now. <laughs> we're we're I mean, in the yeah. absolute. Right. Yeah. We're, the, we're the Brooklyn Nets right now. Yeah, exactly. We're not the we're not the Josh DiMatteo staple 14, 13 <laughs> seed that's going to be two years away from two years away. Like we're we're in the window. We're top right of now. the standings right yeah. now. Yeah. Okay. As long as we're not like the Houston Rockets, our window just got slammed shut. Yeah. Now, like, we're worried about losing our pick to the Thunder. That, that's the point. As long as we're not there, then I'm I'm happy. Well, today we're going to start with the ESPN number one pick. And work our way down to twenty-five. Uh, why don't we just go? Yeah, let's just do it. Um, the first two. I mean, I don't think many people are going to argue with with one, or it being Luka Doncic. Um, there was a little bit of dissent, I feel like, um, early in the season when the Mavericks were struggling. Um, you know, he came into the season as <laughs> favorite to be MVP, which I do think may have been a little bit strong. Um, for a 22-year-old. Um, but, I mean, the last six weeks, he's gotten straight back to what we remember from the bubble and him going toe-to-toe with Kawhi and Paul George with no Porzingis and taking them to six games. Uh, this dude is an absolute wizard with the ball in his hands, and I think he's going to be leading a top three offense for the next decade plus, and, yeah. and that's it. Yeah, there's really no arguments to that. He's got some of the best footwork I've ever seen in my entire life. It's, yeah. Frankly, a bit controversial perhaps, I would have put number two ahead of number one here. Ooh. I, I, I think there's definitely an argument for it. Yeah, definitely. Woo! 
I, so I don't think it's a. I don't think it's a clear. I mean, it is a clear. I. I, I mean, I would have had Luca one as well, but at the same yeah. time, like I. I think Zion's right there. It's a. It's a one A one B kind of thing for me. For 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 reference, we we kind of attacked this that we're looking at these picks as as if it was kind of like a draft class. Mm-hmm. You got to weigh in somewhat of what they can already show, somewhat of what the potential is there, all that type of stuff, and. With Zion, I just feel like as much as Luca has more skills, Zion's his best skills are more unstoppable than Luca's best skills, if you get me. Like if Zion goes for his shot in the right space, there is nothing anyone can do. And that's that. He there was like a month where he was shooting seventy percent from the field or something. Yes, yeah. <laughs> no, he's shooting sixty two percent on the year. Like, yeah, yeah that's ridiculous. For a, for a guy who's not a center who just, you know, finishes yeah. lobs and pick and roll alley-oops and stuff like that, it's it's insane, yeah. Man, um, so I think maybe six weeks ago, two months ago, um, I was I probably wouldn't have had Zion in this spot, which, you know, I guess makes sense in that he hadn't actually played that much basketball. And I think last year he wasn't – he clearly wasn't in, in shape. And this year he's in far better – um, condition like he's able to be like he's actually playing the games um the thing that was maybe going to keep him out of the top two for me was going to be the defense um and I still think that's kind of surprising that he hasn't come in and been incredible on that end but what he's doing on the other end is basically like a shack but with ball ball skills like he can he can be shack but come downhill from 30 feet from the rim and what do you what do you do with that Pretty much. Although I think the defensive questions are real for Luca or Zion. Like neither yeah. of them are great defenders. You know, I, and I think, but that's maybe the one knock on both of those, both of those guys. Um, and for any of the true Tatum propagandists out there, that's what they um, try, <laughs> and hang, try and hang their hat on. Um, is that neither of them are playing super high level um, defense, at least at this point. Um, at least Luca rebounds well, so like that, 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 you know, bolsters like your overall defensive um, metrics and stuff. But Zion, yeah, both of them have uh, defensive questions, and then the rebounding thing with Zion, I do find a little bit funny. Is how he's only averaging seven, considering he's such a monster on the on the uh, on the offensive glass. But I know that's just a function of the team. Yeah, I, I definitely think so. I think on another team where they just camp him under the rim a little bit more, he'd rip down. 11, 12 rebounds pretty easily. I I mean, yeah, in general, this, the one-two is – that's it, right? These are the two best guys that are under 25 in the league right now. I, I don't think that there's any argument. I, I, I'm yeah. I'm excited for the next decade of watching these dudes, man. Yeah. I was thinking the exact same thing. I'm, like, I'm just – I think we're just lucky as the NBA that Luca and Zion have come in in the last back-to-back drafts and mm. they're going to be just kings of the Western Conference – Hopefully, um, for years to come, if if the Pelicans get their head out of their ass from a uh, yeah, they, perspective, yeah. it's um, okay. it's sort of like looking forward, like as sad as it sounds, like LeBron's going to retire one day, guys, and then yeah. he's going to take over the lead league. These are the guys. It's got to be one of these dudes. Yeah, it's going to it's going to be a weird couple of years immediately post LeBron's retirement. Like everyone's going to be trying to go for it. There's no LeBron to get past. 
anyway, that's that's a story for another episode. Right now, we're focusing on the youngins, mm-hmm. and it's about to get hairy because ESPN went wild with their next couple of picks. The next pick is ridiculous. They had Lamelo Ball, <laughs> number three, number three on this list over the Mitchells, the Simmonses, the Tatum's, the Ingrams of the world, who are all proven all stars, and it's a dude that's played. 40 games? Yeah. And the games? NBL. A year in the NBL. And the NBL. And, and don't get me wrong, uh, Lamella was really good this year uh, and was gonna, was the runaway rookie of the year. But I think that like his role was, was really perfect for him. Like He wasn't even finishing fourth quarters. Um, he was kind of like the fourth, fifth option on this team. It just like oscillated in and out playing transition. Um the offense was focused around Rozier and Hayward for the most part, and then just all these other athletic long dudes. Um, so while he was awesome, I don't even think you can you got a true sense of whether or not he could even be like a true guy on a championship team. So if you're doing a draft, like, and you're you've got these other guys, you're pretty confident can probably be number one or at worst number two on a championship team, and you don't you don't know. Like, yeah, sure, you can project and say potentially he can make it to um, that level. But, man, to have him over some of these guys, I thought was blasphemous. I, I've, I don't know, like, I've come around a little bit, man. I've thought about, like, mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not putting uh, in some of the other point guards on this list. Are, I, I'd still probably put ahead of him at this stage purely because we've seen a bit more of them. But I, I'm not – I mean, ultimately, the whole thing with this list is, yeah, it's a potential thing, right? And obviously, the dude's 19, and, and that's probably the, the biggest factor that, that's gone into it. And, I mean, yes, there's an element of ESPN, just love LaMelo. And, and yeah, they'll, oh, my God. They'll push all of that. I think LeVar Ball comes out of this, a massive winner. He's got two sons on this list. Like, that's, <laughs> that's, 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 that's a big win for, for a big baller brand. That's the main takeaway from this. Yeah, absolutely. LeVar was right all these years later, yeah. Yeah, cool. But, like, I I, I agree that, yeah, I I think the situation for him on Charlotte this year was a a good situation, but I don't necessarily think that that, that should be used as a knock against LaMelo. I I think... It's not a knock, um, it's just, like, to be this high. Sort of we were discussing it a little bit in our chat. Like, I, I think whatever organization you end up falling to in the draft plays such an important role in the formative years of, of your career, right? Like, uh, Orlando has been horrific at, like, drafting and, and their lottery picks. I mean, is, has anyone heard from Mo Bamba? Like, like, yes. you, like some of these dudes, like, <laughs> some of these dudes that they've drafted, like Aaron Gordon now has finally managed to get out, thank God, and hopefully he'll, he'll enjoy an mm. NBA career now and people <laughs> will talk about him. But like yeah. it's it sort of really depends on and I mean I don't think Charlotte have had that much like Charlotte have been a bad organization for a while but like at the same time there's some there's some signs of life life this year in that in that team so yeah definitely but I I think Lamelo's been very fortunate that Charlotte plays an extremely open style of play like everyone's out there gunning you know they're running back and forth up and down the court shooting ripping down rebounds like. It's a quick team, and that lets this rookie come off the bench, no pressure, put the ball in his hands. He can do whatever he wants, and he has been, credit to him. Can't knock him for doing his job well. But, like, to say that he's the (laughs) – you would take him third in the list of all the under-25 players in the whole NBA is just crass to me. Like, 
what's to say if he went on like a more structured team, uh, Orlando Magic, for example, who was maybe his shooting would be brick in every shot because he's stuck in one spot all the time, no running, no movement. Like it, that's that's a really risky endeavor to me. No, well, it's less about even the way that they play and more like my point there, like by the end of, I mean, we're assuming that Lamelo season's over now, right? Because he's injured his wrist, whatever. There's whispers like, he may return. Yeah, right? yeah. Re- yeah. Well, by the end of, before he, his injury, like he was starting at that point, he had already forced his way into the starting team for a long time. Even before that, there was a lot of noise, like where is Lamelo going to start? Where is Lamelo going to start? And Borrego eventually <laughs> sort of, ease that in i think that's just the smart way to manage it as a you know obviously you've got a guy sitting there who i mean dude's had 30 point games this season he's had triple doubles like he can fill up the box score he can absolutely mm. play a, a good style of basketball that's that's going to help them win games um and if he's showing that and yes he's only played 40 games or whatever but if he's showing that already like it's i i can see why there's the excitement for mm. it i suppose yeah like, yeah, is I, he is he better than a De'Aaron Fox? Is he better than a Ja Morant? Like this, this is what I well, mean. Well, I mean, and this that's the interesting thing, right? Like, which like a year from now will Charlotte look be a better team than the Kings? Mm. Is it yeah. like or, or the Grizzlies? Like, it's, <laughs> yeah, and I mean, part of that is like yeah. obviously it's a team sport and your conference and all that sort yeah, of stuff. A good but, team. Yeah. Well, okay. While we're here, then I think this makes sense. So let's. Look at the, the those top tier point guards um, on this list um, and the order. So they have Lamelo at three. Next is Fox at six. Um, I'm going to exclude Simmons from this because I think he hasn't quite fit into this. And then SGA at ten, um, and uh, and then Trey Young at sixteen and Morant at fifteen. So Morant and Trey Young are like significantly lower than Fox and Lamelo, which and like that's big. <laughs> Yeah, that's really it's really big. Trey Young was an all star, like yeah. th- that's that's really big. This is a guy that can shoot from the logo. That was a disgrace. It wasn't a disgrace. They're on the worst team in the league, and he was an all star starter. It was disgusting, and everybody realized that they'd made a mistake this year, and he didn't make the team for for good reason. Maybe so, but he was he himself was exceptional. Like it, the whole team was around Trey for a second year guy. It's pretty good, but. My point is, there's so many things he can do, and he's proven he can do. Like, and he's 16. He's so mm-hmm. far behind Lamelo on this list. Maybe yeah. they just see Lamelo as six foot eight, and that makes a huge difference. Well, see, I I have Trey Young at la- ranked last out of all those guys at well, 15th on mine. Um, you have to take into consideration that he's a bottom 20 defender, and probably will be for his entire career. And we're gonna get we're gonna get to see it likely in the playoffs. The, the Hawks have put together a little bit of a run here, mm. but once everything slows down, he's gonna get put in every single action. He's gonna get targeted in every single possession. Um, and is that something that a team can overcome? Like, That's a very good point. Okay, uh, is that a top, yeah. You kind of yeah. touched on it, Josh. Yeah, I think it literally is because Lamelo is six foot eight and Trey Young yeah. is five foot four or whatever the fuck. Like, <laughs> it's, like it, it's literally like the, there's the proposition that Lamelo can be a, at least a serviceable defender. I mean, the dude is a, he can rebound. He's a great rebounder for a guard, right? Yeah. Already, yeah. And as we were sort of just touching on, like that's a, that's actually an important part of defense to be able to get rebounds. So, mm. yeah, I think that's a that's probably the the reasoning there at least. Yeah. 
Is there any of these guys you that you would clearly have? Baby, it sounds like you would have Lamelo ahead of all these guys on this list. I well, I I don't I don't know if I have him ahead. That I, we were sort of talking about it before we started recording. Like mm. a, the whole thing with SGA and and Morant is kind of industry interesting to me. Like uh, to have like five guys in between them. Like I think SGA mm. is ten, and then Morant is fifteen, and it's all like yeah. I kind of have them thereabouts. I mean, yeah, SGA. Um, I don't, it's it's tough because SGA is probably on a worse team or is on a worse team, and he probably gets yeah, a little definitely. bit more license to to just do whatever he needs to do. And, and yeah, but they've like overachieved out the wazoo yeah. this year, right? Like, yeah. and he's been a massive part of that. Yeah. Um, and I think even I mean, obviously, we got a little bit of SGA in the playoffs rookie season on the Clippers, and like, there's been that sort of aspect of of him as well versus um, you know, Morant's just kind of been toiling away on that Grizzlies team, but um. I I just I, I guess I I, I Lamelo is such a tough one for me because even when he we've talked about this before like coming into the league I was a bit low on him I, I didn't really think the NBL thing was good or beneficial I thought it was just putting him in the shop window which it was and it worked and then he comes in the league and he's like actually a really good NBA player like you yeah. know it's crazy it was shocking old. yeah so it's I I really struggle to kind of. Um, to gauge it, but I, I think it's, they're all kind of, I think what you said, Jake, they're all kind of in a tier and it's all of them are good. It's, I, I don't yeah. know. I don't know if there's, you know, what, 10 or 11 or 13 diff- spots difference between LaMelo and Morant. I'm not going to say that, but like, it's, they're, they're all, it's hard. It's splitting hairs, man. I think it's because the dude's 19 and he's, he's going to be yeah. on this list for the next six years. Yeah, I, I get that. Hang on. I, I, I have one guy that I actually think is, are cut above the rest as yeah. like not and it's SGA for me. Um, so he's six six, so he's like much bigger than um, kind of the other guys outside of Lamelo. And, I, and I'm I'm with you on that. Like I love the the ball handlers to be to be so big. That's why Luke is so good as well. Right? Yeah. Um, but SGA this year is shooting fifty one forty two and eighty one. Like it's yeah. nuts numbers um, for the for the thunder. The Thunder, yeah, right, and like everybody's lo- like, if you're playing the Thunder, that's who your scouting report is about, right? Um, he's so good, and the way that he plays is so smooth. He had a little bit of a tough time in the playoffs last year, but like first go round, um, got to have a real tough battle against the the Rockets. Um, I have him at seven on my list. I, I really, I really believe in uh, SGA and the Clippers. Fucked up by trading him so bad. Yeah, I, I think they're going to really come to regret that one. So badly. Yeah. Anyway, anyway we're going to we're going to revisit a lot of these point guards as we go down the list. So let's attack four and five. Mm. So yeah, four and five is uh, Mitchell and Tatum, um, which I think is the correct next two. I would just bump them up to four and five personally and flip them. So I have Tatum at three, obviously, and um, <laughs> Donovan Mitchell at four. And I have these two guys on a tier by themselves because they've proven that they can be successful in the playoffs. They've been the lead guy on their team for multiple years now, and I'm pretty confident that both of both of them can be the best guy on a championship team. And then there's really? a few guys below. Yeah. That's such a see. I I I I agree with all of that except for the last point. I, I I actually don't think either of these guys can be the best guy on their team, and that's that that's all on a, on a championship winning team. I suppose that's 
it's tough. Like I, I, I think the way the reason why they've got Mitchell above Tatum this year is purely because the Jazz are, yeah, you know, the best team in the league, the best team in basketball right now. Boston have kind of had a, a sputtering season, but at the same mm-hmm. time, you know, Tatum individually has his has improved. He's you know year on year he just keeps getting better and better. So it's it sort of belies the fact that the Celtics as a team have probably been a bit disappointing or not as good as maybe people thought. Um, I, I, yeah, I I don't think there's much to split between. I mean, Tatum being that sort of big wing, I think, I think we're, I think we're kind of all biased a little bit towards that. And certainly when we talk about that discussion of best guy in a championship, you know, we kind of want to gravitate towards that. But then, I mean, there definitely is examples of, of smaller guys. And I mean, Mitchell's not, incredibly small he's not tiny and he's got he's got that freakish wingspan kind of thing and he's incredibly athletic yeah um but yeah it's uh, it's people i think it's weird with donovan like i feel like he hasn't gotten any sort of mvp buzz at all this year Mm. we talked about rudy gobert last week as as sort of a a sleeper mvp kind of you know is there any discussion there and it's it's just difficult with the jazz the, the way that they are as a team they're just deep and everyone contributes and it's not as if it's a, a case of Donovan or whoever carrying them. So it's sort of harder to make an MVP case. But at the same time, like, he's having a really good season. He's in a really good season. Yeah. Yeah, look, I, I, you know, maybe, maybe they can't be the best guy in a championship team. But, like, you know, there's not, not, not that many guys uh, in the league are, right? So, you know, you go back, it's, it's KD, it's LeBron last year and for 10 what, 15 finals of how many fucking finals it's been in the last 20 years, but um, Kawhi, you know, it's like it's there's not not a lot of these dudes that um that are that good, but like I, you know, the the D Wade Jonathan Mitchell comparisons, yeah. um, they were premature, but they weren't at the same time. Like, no one was saying he's as good as D Wade right now, or they shouldn't have been at least. Um, but now, I mean, like, I don't know if he's ever going to be as quite as good as D Wade, but I mean. He's proven to be getting better and better every year, and like he has all the things that um, all the tools to to be that guy. Sometimes he gets a little bit trigger happy. I feel. Yeah, I, I think. Well, that's, that's his young still. I think for probably for both of these guys to an extent, and I mean it's weird. Tatum's a tough one because Tatum can have games where he's super efficient, and then he'll have other games where he's not at yeah. all. Where and oh, yeah. I think the re- reputation with Donovan is very much this guy's a volume sort of shooter, and you know if it, you do, you kind of forget about efficiency a little bit with this guy because he's, you know, he's going to go get you 30 if you need it. Um, but it's, yeah, I, I think that kind of becomes a knock all, all of a sudden where, you know, I don't know, it's it's not that bad at the end of the day, right? you got to score buckets, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Oh, no, exactly right. Yeah. He can, he can get him. Um, with Tatum, for me, it's just um, part of it is the size and how much bigger he's gotten from year to year. And so he just turned 23. Um, he's got two more years to kind of go on this list. And so by the time he gets, I think we're going to, well, I'm hoping, but I'm predicting as a Giannis-esque kind of blow up. Like, you know, all of a sudden Giannis was like the most jacked dude in the league. I'm not sure if Tatum quite has that in him, but he has that same build where he's just long, but can fill out as well. Um, where he could guys, do though. Giannis was bloody skinny. Yeah, exactly. And some guys do fill out and some guys don't. Like, like Ingram, that's just and KD right there. That's just not something that their body is is going to ever do. Um, but some of these guys just keep getting bigger and bigger. So um, that's you can kind of you can kind of see it in Tatum's shoulders. 
yeah, every exactly. year they're just getting a little bit more boulderish. Yeah, and he just needs to realize that though, that they are because um, his free throw, like he doesn't shoot enough free throws. That's the biggest problem about him. Once he needs to like someone to remind him that he's a six foot nine monster. Um, but once but see, those things with Tatum and Mitchell, I think are pretty simple to kind of clean up, um, and I think they can be really good. Should we move on? I've actually gone for a little bit of a different route here. I didn't, uh, I've I've had Jason Tatum as my three. Obviously, because I definitely didn't have Lamelo Ball in my top five. <laughs> I had Jason Tatum at three, mostly for all the reasons you just brought up. He's so skilled; he improves every year. He's getting bigger and bigger. Like he he was thrust into the moment from his rookie year, so he knows what to do. He'll he'll get there sooner or later. I had number four as Ben Simmons, even Whoa. though that piss, it pisses me off. But the guy should be number Whoa. four. Okay, Josh, you can't let it go, can you? Well, like, no, I can't. Like, I, <laughs> if if I can see you've got the skills to do that, of course, I got to put you at number four. And th- this list is all hype. It's not like number four. He's definitely going to Philadelphia 76ers. He could end up anywhere on this list. And with that, you know, who knows what you could unlock out of Ben Simmons? I still feel like he hasn't shown us things that he can do. I think you're you're very much like we were talking about this in the chat yesterday, and I think Josh, you're very much like the I want to I am going to pick the guy who I know what they I know what this guy is already. I think we already yeah, know yeah, what Ben yeah. is. What Ben is is, is kind of what he, I don't think he's going to get that much better. As as much as it breaks my heart, mm. I I think this is kind of like it, it's a mental thing with him more now than anything else, and just it's sort of sort of what you were just saying with Tatum, like being aggressive and just getting the free throws up, just getting to the line a bit more, attacking the rim a little bit more. Like the jump shot thing, people go on about that, you know, whatever. Just get aggressive, bro. Go to the rim. Yeah, it's not necessarily the shooting. It's like you you, you can get your shot off in that yeah. five to you eight have, foot range easily. Yeah. He, he has matches where he finishes with five shots taken. Yeah. It's like crazy. that's that's ridiculous. He, he needs to take a leaf out of his big Cameroonian teammate's uh, book here <laughs> yeah, and, and just like realize again another there. one just realize that i'm a huge dude and i've got big arms and big shoulders and just go up bro like go make it a physical contest because yeah if he can do that the scoring will come up and then yeah he's going to be he's going to be can he's going to be in that conversation with the top guys on this list rather than what espn mm-hmm. had him at seven so yeah, yeah. yeah. my my thing here is i can't put ben at seven or 10 or something like that. And then one year he, it does click in his head and he gets super aggressive and he makes that look like the stupidest thing in the world because he was, would definitely be a top five then. But, but here's the thing. And I, but he's already, he's already 25. That's the other thing. That's the thing is that we, if this is not a small sample size and this is kind of, you know, when we, we were talking about, you know, do you draft the 18 year old or you draft the four year college car, you kind of know what yep. you're getting. I think Ben, in this context, is an, is an example of a guy that's been in college for a, for a bunch of years, but you would still draft him highly because you know how good he already is mm. and he might get a bit better. But I, I'm, at this point, I don't even think it's a knock anymore. Here's what you're going to get, 100%. You're going to get a defensive player of the year candidate for the next 10 years. You're going to get a guy that's going to get you transition buckets throughout the regular season. And then the one little bit of potential is you're hoping that the half-court offense just gets... Doesn't actually need to get that much better. Just needs to just get like the because right now the the playoff half court 
stigma against him is like really, really bad. It just needs to get to possible for him to to be a a, a top ten player for his entire career. Um, so to me, he just needs to show uh, he can call his own number. Right now, he just doesn't. And like we've seen the games, he does call his own number. He's bloody hard to stop. So I'm just waiting for that. That's why I've got him at number four. But at number five, I've gone for a different option here, mm. and I've got Devin Booker. Nice. I know the crowd favorite on this podcast for sure, Devin Booker. I've got, I've got him at six. I've got Bam slightly above him, um, which is a semi-controversial as well. But Booker, I mean, this dude's a bona fide scorer, right? And that's what yeah, you want. Like- because, like, we were talking about Donovan Mitchell just then, and my thing with Donovan Mitchell is that after watching the Jazz Nuggets series last year, I actually don't think there's that much of a difference between him and Jamal Murray, whereas Devin Booker is a guy that can do all sorts of things, and he hasn't versed them in a series yet, so we haven't seen it, but I feel like when we do, then this will make a lot more sense. I don't even I don't even think you need to justify it in that way. I think Booker is legitimately that good. I, I, mm. I don't I, I think yeah, I think it's purely the fact that yeah, he's played on the Suns and the Suns have been bad for in his entire NBA career up until what, the last two years really. Mm-hmm. Or or year even if you want to say oh, it that way. So Yeah. I mean top three worst run franchises of the past like for Booker's entire stint there, right? Yeah. Like, I mean mm. Dragon Bender uh Aiden over Luca most recently. Um but, you know, the last two years, they've put together a nice team for him. And, you can and see I, it it's, I mean, you can make that comparison to Don and like Utah have basically been in the playoffs every year he's been in the NBA. The Nuggets have kind of done the same, Jamal Murray. So it's sort of like those sorts of guys, they've just had the benefit of being in organizations that have been in a different part of their rebuild, I suppose, or, or wherever they're at. And it, it's, it all sort of starts really this year for the Suns. They're going to be in the playoffs. They're going to be probably a, a two or a three seed maybe. Like it's mm. they're going to be right up there. And he's got really good teammates in, in Chris Paul. Aiton's looking good. Like it's it's just a, a, a good, well-rounded team. Makes he, makes what he does look a lot better in a way because it's sort of like mm. it's not empty numbers because you're the 15 seed. You're not putting 70 on the, the Celtics oh, and, and still being the worst team in the league. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, this is going to be a really, this is a really important playoff run for Booker. In, I mean, you know, it doesn't actually matter what uh, everybody puts him on these lists, um, but for his place in the league and like, you know, these guys care about that respect, right? Like, you know, they always send out these tweets like um, here and there. Um, he needs to show that it's, that he is a, a guy that can, that can do this in the playoffs. And I do think that his game is well suited to the playoffs, right? Like, yeah, the, the, it's the really mid- absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, like the mid range, the mid range stuff um, is important in the playoffs because getting your shot off against the Lakers, who have the best league uh, defense in the league, you're going to need to be able to make that that pull up jumper, which is why Chris Paul and him um, in crunch time is a deadly combo. Uh, I still, I mean, you almost still rather have the ball in Chris Paul's hands in these those situations just because he's yeah, but options, so, man, like yeah, no, for sure. How, how do you how do you say it's last possession and they've got the inbound? Who do you cover? Like, you can't put all your focus on Chris Paul because it's going to leave Devin Booker open. It, you can't dude, put your it, focus it, on Devin Booker. It's probably the best backcourt in the league. Yeah, 
Maybe. I mean, what well, depending <laughs> on how depending on how you classify the nets and and yeah. who's in front court, back court, but like it's yeah, they're right up man. there. They're right oh, up there, man. Yeah, that's a great great call. Um, the D, he, he's he's not a bad defender. He's not a good defender either. Um, but a lot of these guys aren't great defenders. It seems like Ingram's going to come up soon on the wing. He's okay. Booker's okay. Murray, okay. A lot of th- there's not that many guys that are elite on both ends. Um, That's why I had Tatum so high. Yeah, I agree. Um, but Booker, man, he's, he's been really, really good this year, and I'm excited to see him in the playoffs for the first time. Me too. And I think he's also like, quick, just one more point. I think he's like the reverse, or well, he's at the other end of the, like, what's Booker, 24? Is this his last yeah, year? this will be his last year. On the, yeah, he's like on the other end of the scale, like Lamelo. Lamelo's right at the start of mm. his career. Booker's been that guy. He's been on, he probably mm. would have been on this list. He's probably never been as high as, as what he is right mm. now. But um, I think a part of that is also just because, yeah, the Suns have been bad and he probably hasn't got the respect that he maybe deserved because of that. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, um, always, it always seems like the old heads that were giving him respect. Yeah. And all the young players yeah. were like, nah, it's just Devin Booker. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I guess moving on, uh, this this list was pretty good, I think, as far as Booker had him at eight. Um, and so the one that's sticking out here that seems to be lower on our list is De'Aaron Fox. He's at six on this list. Um, who I know has been really good this year, but... Um, that's not that crazy. Like, I, yeah. I don't have De'Aaron Fox too far out of here. Well, that's the thing with this like next tier, I guess. Like, they're all awesome players, right? Like, um, it's just the, the Kings, man. Like, it just puts a bad taste in your mouth when they just suck again. They're, they've been getting better though. Like this year, they, they haven't played that bad. They're, maybe they don't have a full team, but they're starting five and the first couple of guys off the bench. They've got a nice rotation going. Like, no, Celtics struggled with them. No, no, I agree that, like, personnel-wise that their team is good, but why are they not even in the playing game? Like, I actually think that their roster is solid. And and if you're the best player on that team, then that kind of falls on you. And so I actually think Luke Walton is, is like, has to be an awful coach um, because this team should not be this bad. Well, also, and I hate to bring it up, but they've gotten much, much better since Marvin Bagley got injured. <laughs> when he when he was starting and soaking up 20, 30 minutes a game, like every game without fail, If you, I know you don't like me looking at plus minus, but his <laughs> plus minus was minus 20 every single game. <laughs> and then he left and all of a sudden they go on this tear. All I'm sorry, saying. So I didn't hear any of that, bro. My mom, my internet's a bit shit on Bagley <laughs> Island. <laughs> Would you like me to repeat it? <laughs> no, I um, it's, I mean it's funny that you bring him up because yeah, he's not on this list. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, uh, De'Aaron Fox is um, it's yeah, it's funny that I mean Halliburton is the other Kings guy on this list, right? Mm. Yeah, I, he's on the list. Yeah, I I, I think it. It's. I agree with the fact that yeah, like the Kings, like why are they so low? But then I, at the same time, they are in the West, and the West is just a. We constantly yeah. come back to this thing where the West is just tough, man. It's hard. There's a, just a massive logjam there. So it's I, War- yeah. Warriors aren't in the playoff spots right now. So like we can't yeah. really knock Sacramento. Yeah, I, I think the interesting dynamic on the ESPN list with Fox, right? They had Fox at six. And then they had Simmons at seven. They had Fox ahead of him. And I think mm. a part of that is age. Like he's a younger 
and then I, I think that there's aspects of Fox's game that is probably just a bit more appealing, right? Like in a way that like he's just a rapid, quick fire like well, transition menta- dude. Like, Mentality wise, yeah. he's just as fierce as Ben defensively. He might not be six foot ten. Yeah. He's a smaller guy, but he goes at you. Like he gets heaps of steals. He gets right in your face. I love watching him defend. But at the, on the other end, he's equally as aggressive. He pushes the pace, attacks the rim, gets his teammates involved. I can see where they're coming from. The only reason I had it the other way around is because Ben's six <laughs> ten. Yeah. That's pretty much it. He he should be big and physical and able to do more things. Yeah. Um, he's really good. I think it's a little bit high just because I think that team is pretty good. And I think that he his ability to impact the game at the highest level, um, he's not that big um, at 6'3". You want to know something controversial though? Not a good shooter. I had Jar ahead of him. I had Jar ahead of him as well by like four oh, spots. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think... I think Jar I think, I think is Jar's getting slept on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I Jar, I believe can oh, can be like a Russell Westbrook level type of superstar. Like, it, uh, except he seems to be like extremely conscious of how reined in it needs to be. Like he he yeah. uses his energy so effectively in a way that Russell still can't do. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. I think that there's a there's a mentality thing where it's similar to Westbrook in that he's in on every play he's trying to figure out how the best way to rip your head off is. Um, but at the same time, he wants to get let his teammates rip a couple of heads off in the process, as opposed to Westbrook. Um, his last resort is to pass to you if he if he has to, even though he racks up this. this. We know we all need to rehash that right now. But um, uh, no, Joel Moran, I think from a like a leadership guy kind of carrying a team like this team has overachieved aggressively since they dropped yeah man as a as someone who was um you know actively rooting against them so the grizzlies pick fell uh <laughs> to the celtics he completely ruined it um the draft pick and now we've got Aaron Neesmith as opposed to um like a kongu or patrick williams who knows what it could have been mm. um and and he's a massive reason for that, right? They they were predicted to have like a, a bottom three record in that that last year, and he um he just blew everybody out of the water. Yeah, agreed on all fronts. Mm. All right, so these are the, the, the little point guards. Um, Bam, they had at nine. I have him a bit higher. Um, I think Bam is. If I had to pick one guy to defend, I mean, no one can defend Joel Embiid. So, um, but if I had to but pick Bam one. Bam will try. Yeah. If I had to pick one defender to anchor my defense for the next um, 10 years, I'd probably pick Bam over anybody. Over AD, over Simmons. Um, maybe I'm scarred from the time that he stuck his wrist inside. The- <laughs> <laughs> that was a good block, yeah. And the best block of all time. Yeah, honestly. Um, and so uh, maybe that's why uh, I'm, I'm scared to slander Bam so he doesn't hurt me again. <laughs> I, I find it interesting, and again, I'm, I, I keep referencing back to the ESPN list. He's the he's the first big, right? Yeah. He, he They had him at nine, and he's the first big. We're in the sort of talking about 
before recording this pod, like we compared to previous years where we would do this and like a couple of years ago, we had like Jokic and Kat and Embiid all on this mm-hmm. list and it's like this this absolute like plethora of talented, skilled big men and it's kind of, they've all kind of graduated up over the 25 now so they can't be included and it's the sort of, the the new crop of bigs are maybe not quite as top end as, as, as those guys but Bam certainly is probably the he is that he is the top end guy he is the best of 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 the bunch there yeah and the reason i have him high as well is that his offensive game seems like it's got a lot more to come still and it's growing quite obviously every year it feels like the role that he's in he's not actually and i don't really ask him to to do a lot of creating in the half court where i think that like his handle and his shot he actually could could oh bro he could absolutely yeah. yeah Well, yeah. that, that was one of the first things that actually put me on to Bam in the first place. Initially, before the Heat became really good and made the finals, they did have him initiating in the half court, and he was lit. He was getting like four or five assists a game. Bro, he just went from half court and put Daniel Tice in the basket, like possession <laughs> after possession. That guy, yeah. Get, get, get him going like downhill like Zion. Like Zion yeah, does, dude. Yeah. I think, he, I think there's that in him. Yeah, it's he's got the transition sort of Draymond Green, Ben Simmons, pull it down and, yeah. and go mm-hmm. as well, which is I think he in many ways is kind of he. I mean, he's almost their primary ball handler sometimes. Obviously, they've got Jimmy who handles the ball a lot, and they've got a, a bunch of other guards. But like a lot of their offense does go through him. Yeah, he when Jimmy was out, it was all Bam. Yeah, he and and he's just a, a very unique kind of big because he's not this sort of traditional back to basket like absolute mm. monster but he he can kind of hang with all those guys like you say like again no one's going to guard him beat but he's probably going to do the best job just about mm. of anybody um but then if you get switched out on a smaller dude you feel pretty comfortable with him doing that as well so yeah 100 he's by far the best um big man a true big man that um covering guards in space like ben ben simmons can do it as well but I don't, I don't kind of put Ben as the because Ben's not shutting down fires as well as Ben is. Yeah, and he he probably doesn't. And I mean, Ben usually gets tasked with guarding the one of the wings. Or, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I sure. I mean, I think Bam is is probably your 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 biggest home run ever on this podcast, Josh. You, you need mm. to you need to remind the people every time we talk about Bam. Hundred you, percent. You, you should own that boy. You should do it. <laughs> Yeah, man, it was like in the midst of, the, of that year where the Heat were like shit for the first half and then they turned it on the second half. Like, yeah, bam. And I'm like, okay, dude. Yeah. <laughs> this is why I watch those shit teams. That's yeah, it. man. Good on you. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, I love them. Uh, all right, next couple of people in this tier that we haven't mentioned actually uh, sorry can i have one more yeah. quick point there yeah, it's yeah. sort of like and it's this is more of an overarching for the whole list i suppose but like and i i i find it interesting like who who's gonna win a cha- bam is the closest probably right now you've made the finals last year right mm-hmm. who's gonna yeah. win a championship first of, of all these guys like well booker has a shot this year yeah he does i mean he so does. does bam no why, no why why why, why do the heat why do people think the Heat have a chance to be a contender when they're equally 500 as the rest of the glut in the East? It just uh, that, that, that's, that's my point. I think anyone in the East could be. Uh, I'm, I'm not saying Heat specifically. I just think it's I, impressive. I, man, the, the, the Utah slander just begins again. 
Oh, yeah, we're doing oh, the Hicks. Oh, They're not even in the Lord. East. I'm, <laughs> so, I'm talking about winning a championship. Like, Donovan Mitchell's sitting there in the best team in basketball, <laughs> and you guys are talking about guys in the East who aren't going to get past Brooklyn. Yeah, well, like, barely 100, yeah. yeah. Fuck. Yeah, that's that bad. Um, I think, yeah. I, I mean, the opportunity was Bam last year. I mean, I think mm. that's... I mean, obviously Tatum and the Celtics have been thereabouts, been in the Eastern Conference Finals. Like it's, we're still kind. Of, I mean, we're. I don't know when with Luca or Zion. When is that going to happen? Sooner rather than later. Does it, does it, does it, should we should, it, should we um, take picks right now? Put it put it in the um, the backdoor cut vault. Yeah. <laughs> and okay. The, God whoever, damn. And whoever gets it, whoever wins has to buy beers or something. <laughs> All right. Well, what's your pick then? Uh, Tatum, obviously. Tatum, you're off your head. The only guy that's been all NBA on this fucking list. Are you kidding me? Yeah, good okay. point. Fair. <laughs> I, I, that's, a, that's actually really tough, isn't it? I mean, it's really tough. Has a shot as well. Yeah, I'm pick. I'm picking yeah. Ben. Not because of Ben though, because Joel Embiid. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the thing. I think. Yeah, I think if. Uh, this year, it, it's Ben or, or Donovan, but I don't feel good about either of them. And I think longer term, it's probably it's I don't know. It's hard to go past Luca or Zion, but I don't see the Pelicans or the Mavs being that much of a force in you know one or two years time. It's it's tough, bro. Oh, good points. You have to make a pick there. I'm, I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Simmons. I'm gonna go Simmons. No, we got two people nice. picking Simmons. I, I gotta hey, go. I gotta that go that was fine. That, that... Do I get a second was... pick? Surely. There was no stipulation <laughs> saying we couldn't pick. The what, same what's one. your second pick, Jalen Brown? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Because we'll probably yeah. in case he gets traded, we'll take it. <laughs> in case, yeah, it's smart. Yeah, yeah. yeah. perfect. My two kings. All right. Well, we're kind of getting to the back end here, fellas. So I was thinking, why don't we run through some of out of the rest of the ESPN mm. list here? What's some of the crazy picks? Honestly, is it, I mean, a couple of people are feeling like they're being slandered right now with me, Trey Young and Jamal Murray. We haven't discussed them as well, and I feel like they're kind of in that tier we've kind of spoken about. So Beatty's going to hate me, but I have Jamal Murray ahead of Donovan. Wow. You're off your head. Like, I, why I, though? Why am I off my head? You're, okay, you're basing that off off the playoffs last year, right? Yes, that's it. Oh, no, I, it like, but Jamal does it every playoffs. Then why haven't the Nuggets won a championship? Oh, oh come on! <laughs> they weren't there yet. He's but not they even, got to the he's not even the best finals. player on his team. He's gotten further than Donovan. Am I oh, wrong? Yeah, he, yeah but, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. But, but like, let's be honest. <laughs> like Jamal Murray completely. Got more lucky than maybe anyone else in the playoffs on the game seven of the Jazz Nuggets series. Fast break, ten seconds left. All he had to do is pull the ball out. Game over. Goes for layup, misses it, and then his teammate follows it up. Thank God. And then Mike Conley misses a three in and out. So like, there's how many ultimate universes where the Jazz lost to actually beat the Nuggets last year? So no, no, no. I- I hear you. And, like, if, if you were to ask me right now, today, who's the better player, I would pick Donovan Mitchell. But that's not what we're doing on this list. I mm. think that I think that he can hit a slightly higher level because he does things that other people I've just never seen them do before, whereas Donovan Mitchell maybe doesn't do that. I'm not I'm... to slander him because he's extremely good. 
I don't think Jamal Murray has the level of athleticism required to get to the level that you're talking about. Potentially, potentially. But skills-wise, like his hand oh, is yeah. insane. He he did the Michael Jordan change hands midair. Like this that's, is crazy shit. That's sick. Oh, his, his 360 spin layup like that. <laughs> like that stuff, it gets me. I, I, yeah, I think they're very comparable. I think a lot of these, like, I mean, we just talked about all the point guards on the list. It's, it's very hard to split, right? I, I mean, if you put those guys, swap their teams and you put Donovan next to Jokic, like the other Nuggets significantly better or worse? Probably not. And I don't know. But then at the no, same no. time, if you put Jamal on that Jazz team, I kind of feel like maybe they're, they're not as good. I think that Donovan is, and what he can bring to the table is maybe a bit more suited to that, that team and what they do. And I agree. It is because on the Nuggets, a lot of the time, Jamal Murray's like, almost playing shooting guard. He's making Clay Thompson cuts. He's running around the key, yeah. waiting for the ball off Jokic, whereas Donovan's not that guy. He wants the ball. So it's a bit different in that sense. I don't know if you could necessarily, even though they are so similar, I don't know if you could swap them over and expect the same thing or one guy to do better than the other. I think they're both in the right spot for each other. It's pretty wild that, yeah, what, ESPN had Mitchell four and they've got Murray at 13. Again, another one of these ones where we're that's, all talking about hard. It's hard to split them, but they've got like 10 dudes same. in between them, yeah. I, I all I all I can hope yeah. is that we get another Nuggets Jazz yeah. playoff series because oh. that was that was lit last year. It was awesome. Absolutely. Yeah, that'd be dope. Um, all right. Well, that was good. That worked out well for Jamal Murray. Mm. Uh, Trey Young, Young, uh, I got him at like 15, which is about the same as ESPN. We already already talked about Trey Young earlier. Did we talk about MPJ? I I reckon we'll get there because they've got him at 14. Yeah. Which is high. I got him at 22. But like, we haven't seen him actually do anything that would lead me to believe that he's not like a a third man. Third guy, yeah. I, I, I agree with you. I'm not saying that he can't do it, but we haven't seen. You know, he hasn't had to. You know, it's not his job. But um, and the defense, like he just doesn't know what the hell he's doing out there half the time. And like to be to one of these top top guys, I feel like the game has to come a little bit more naturally to you than that. Um, on the list, though, on the list, um, the guy right below him, Mikael Bridges, he's off my list. I think he's an awesome player, but. As far as like potential top twenty-five, just doesn't fit the right kind of fit for like style for me. I I I I hear you, and I probably wouldn't have him on my list either. Although I do see why ESPN is high on the guy because when you watch him, he is terrifying. The way he swarms you, it's it's not. He like really gets on you as a defender. It's it's insane to watch. And at the same time, he's a flamethrower from the three-point line. His handle's improving. Like, there's an argument that he could hit this list in a year or two. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hear you, though. I probably wouldn't include him right now either, but he's a bloody good player. I, I think more than anything, yeah, I, I, the three-point shooting for him, he, he's really another one of these sort of becoming one of these prototypical 3 and D guys. Um, he's a perfect com- complement to have on that team next to the guys that they already have. We already talked about Booker. Yeah. Um, I yeah, I can, he's he he's not going to be that number one guy on a championship team, but at the same time, yeah, I think he. 
I don't know. I'm not. A, I think he can be on this list, but it, it maybe maybe where they've got him is a bit too high. Mm. I think the the thing that I find interesting there is yeah, the, there's two teams on this list that have three guys. And the Suns are one of them, which is mm. which is pretty insane considering that we were just sort of slandering their last few years and only until <laughs> what maybe a year ago where they've kind of righted the ship. But um, it's the Suns and the Pelicans have three three guys each on on this list, and then there's a bunch of teams with two. So. Um, I guess we're, we're going to have a, a bunch of Pelican Suns Western Conference Finals in the next few years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if Hopefully. that's what this means. Yeah. There's one of those Suns players, uh, one of those Pelicans players, should I say, that I actually would like to chat about, Mr. Lonzo Ball, elder brother of Lamelo. Mm. I am such a big fan. Like, he, he's not quite as wild and as, I don't know, free-spirited if you will, as his younger brother. But he really, like, controls the game. And he's – I'm going to hit you with a stat I told Beatty while you were farewelling your friends earlier, Jake. Mm. Lonzo Ball this season has made more threes than Trey Young, Luka Doncic, Jason Tatum, Bradley Beal, Devin Booker, and LeBron James. And he's hit it at a higher three-point percentage than all of them. Dude, it's – so impressive how far his three-point shot has come in like a season and a half. Mm. It's absurd, especially because he started the season badly too, shooting the ball. Like it was, yeah, he was in a bit of a funk, but like yeah. he just kept with it, kept shooting his shot, worked his way out, and he's a. We all know he's a fantastic passer. He knows how to play make, but he's an awesome defender as well. Yeah, elite. I, like he couldn't be a better complement to either of Ingram or Zion. It's well, he, just yeah. th- those two that need to figure it out together. Yeah, it's, it's Alonzo now with these with this added shooting fits on every team like really well. Yeah, yeah. That's and that's that's it. I've got him on my list, but I don't have him high. Um, I'm in the late twenties as well um, because while that's awesome, I feel like it's similar to the Mikel Bridges thing. Uh, you can you can, and I think it's important to have these guys on your team if you're going to win a championship, but uh, not going to be. Someone you're drafting at the top of the top of the draft. I I love his game. I I really love his game, and I'm I'm so happy that he's the the, the one thing and I was saying this earlier as well before we started recording. I'm a bit worried that I hope it's he's going to continue it. I hope it's not a contract mm-hmm. year thing, and and <laughs> I'm also a little bit like see what happens in free agency, but. I think he's in a great spot in New Orleans playing alongside those two guys. And if he were to sign for a, a different team and perhaps didn't have quite the same cattle around him, maybe he wouldn't look as good because he's, you know, a lot of attention is on Zion. So that's why he's getting good looks. Like it's mm. all of a sudden you go play for the Knicks and it's it's now, it's not as easy. So it's I, I don't know whether or not there's some sort of, the numbers might fluctuate a little bit there, but at the same time, I think he's doing everything he needs to do to to one get the bag in free agency. He's going to get a big. He's going to get paid. This dude, mm. yeah, um, and 100%. two, just like really solidify himself as an NBA player because I think for a while there there were concerns about this. This is a guy that went number two overall, and you know whether or not that was the right number or he went too high or it was just the the Lavar sort of hype train, blah blah blah. But you know he's a he's a genuine legit NBA player now. It's there's no question about that. Hundred percent. Yeah, he's he's awesome. Um, that's funny that he went second overall though, uh, over Mitchell and Tatum and Fox. 
<laughs> yeah, and I mean, yeah, you look at this list now, and and all those guys are top ten and on this list. Yeah, and but yeah, and he's down the the, the bottom end. Yeah, that was definitely Levar Ball, the hype yeah, train. Man, for fucking respect to him, dude. Respect um, again, bro. He's got to. I can't yeah. believe it. It's insane. <laughs> okay, on ESPN, did, did did they have Leangelo as twenty six? It's just <laughs> off down the bottom. I can't see. Nah, he's in the honorable mention section. He didn't make the cut, unfortunately. All right, so the, I reckon we finish off with a couple of people that um, didn't make the list that should have made the list, in uh, my opinion. Like, so Mikael Bridges, I took off. Halliburton took off. Love Halliburton. Thought he could still make this one, but I don't think he's a super high ceiling player. And I took off Sexton and Sex Land in general. And I added, Josh, you'll, I think you'll like this. Um, RJ Barrett, I had him at 16. I think he's been like 16. Really yeah, well, wow, he's, hey. he's been really good. He's been the second best player on the Knicks, probably. No, and, he has been. Yeah. He's had to shoulder a tremendous offensive load on that team. Yeah. And he hasn't always been successful, but the fact that he is shouldering it in, in the coming years, he will be really good. Yeah, and he's up to 38% from three this year now. It's like a big knock on him. Um, but, yeah, another, like, six, seven kind of wing guy um, that's, that's still super young. Like he's, um, no, I, I can get around that. Um, he's 20, you know, like he's so such a baby. And that first season he was on the, the true dumpster fire Knicks, you know, so it's like, um, what are you really doing? Is it a bit of slander that he didn't make the list then? Oh, Only 20 years old. Big slander. I couldn't believe he didn't make the list. Yeah. I, I did, didn't even, I didn't cross my mind when I was thinking about this, but yeah, you're totally yeah. right. He's been, yeah. It's so easy to just get stuck in that world of the Knicks don't exist because that's what we do all the time. But they yeah. do exist this year. They're, they're not half bad. Mm-hmm. Um, the other two, I had – I was really shocked as far as, like, the hype train of ESPN goes. This guy didn't make the list. I had Tyler Hero at 20. 20? I couldn't believe Tyler Hero wasn't on this list. Like, oh, I, I can believe it. Like, he's, dude, he's how, many, how many articles and podcasts and, and shows were there, like, could Tyler Hero be – <laughs> will, he be all, will he be an all-star next season? Da, 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 da. And he's having a down year, but this guy, this guy's like a, a bit of a bucket. And he's he's picked it up of late. Yeah, he had he had a shocking first half to the year. Yeah, really like, bad. So terrible. I was just like the Heat overall were just struggling with all kinds of stuff. But the um, the last the last month or two, he's definitely started to pick it up. He's looking like playoff Tyler Hero again. Yeah. I guess this was a this was a potential pick for me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It's interesting that, yeah, some of these other guys on the list that we were just talking about, like, you kind of know what they are. And it, yeah. whereas Tyler Hero legitimately still has that potential, he could kind of be anything still. So it's, yeah, it is interesting when you're happy to take, well, I'm not saying you or any of us, but mm-hmm. ESPN, like, are happy to put Lamelo at three and, and be potential, 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 but then you don't yeah. have Tyler Hero. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. And obviously, he kind of has shown that he can be a piece on a, Finals Playoff team, team. Finals team uh, yeah. I guess how much of that was fluky. I'll have, I'll be seeing that thirty-seven point explosion in my nightmares <laughs> for the rest of my life. But, um, but but yeah, I think he should be in here uh, potential wise. <clears throat> and this one, Joshy, Patrick Williams, item at twenty-one. Oh, I I thought about it. I really did think. Oh about my it. god! How you, how you got back a new guy? Um. It, <laughs> if, if I if I had him, he would be like, only because I've only seen, you know, not even a full season from him. He's still a rookie. Yeah. 
his potential is through the roof. I'm a huge fan. I just, I don't know. I didn't have it in me. I didn't have it. In, I don't like to back my guys because I backed Lowry and look what happened there. <laughs> so yeah, he's I on just shut the fuck up. I just shut the fuck up. Fair enough, but dude, I, mean, I, 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 I do cop it though because the guy has an engine and he's yeah. huge and he's an athlete and he can shoot and he defends and he's young. He's 19 years old. Hmm. So I, I do get around it. His, um, I mean, the, the Kawhi comparisons are always way too, like, like people make too many of them because it's like big athletic dude, good at defense. What if he develops his offensive game? Um, but his offensive game has got a little bit of wiggle to him. He can take you off the dribble a little bit, and he's he's a bit of a freak of a guy, right? Mm. Like, what's his nickname? Is it the Paw? Yeah, I couldn't I, tell you. I'm, I, not, I'm not in the Twitter sphere. So yeah, the Paw. I'm on uh, Battle River. It's like and it's like the Claw, but the Paw. So, so that's good. So I mean, Chicago Bears pause. Yeah, Man, dude, like, <laughs> he has he has a lot of good players, veterans coming off the bench while he's starting. Mm. So that's speaking to how the Bulls Bulls view him long term. He's a piece. Yeah, I I really like him. Uh, I think he he might be. A, I'm not sure he'll be able to single handling make up for the defensive deficiencies of Vucevic and Zach Levine, but he can show us how to try. Yeah, he can try his darndest, that's for sure. <laughs> All right. Beatty, Beatty, have you got any picks that didn't make the cut that you're, you're keen probably, on? Probably the one, and it's tough with him because we haven't seen him at all this year, but Jaron Jackson, I, mm. I think. Yeah. Like, again, that's it's very much still a, a potential thing with him because I think he's, even last season, what we've seen of him, it's still a bit sort of hit and miss and it's a bit... You know, he, he'll have nights where you'll get in the foul trouble really quickly and he'll have other nights where he looks a bit, I don't know, just a bit lost or clumsy or whatever. But at the same time, you know, obviously physically he's got the body for it and I think the skill set is there. Um, and I, I think playing alongside Ja is like, mm. that's a lot of these teams, it's, it's interesting because they have multiple guys on this list and it's like this is the this is how these teams are all building and and which teams do you like better, which little young core, young duo or trio do you like better? And I, I think that Jaron is, is probably overlooked because, yeah, he hasn't, he hasn't played this year. But I, I do think that he – I think he's 21, so he's still got plenty yeah. of time. Uh, yeah. yeah. He was on our list last time. I think unquestionably yeah. he would have made it this time yeah. if he wasn't injured. Yeah, look, anytime you've got a 6'11 dude that can shoot like, – he was close to 40% on like a lot of threes last year, right? So anytime you've got – a guy like that. You got Jar and Jackson running the pick and pop for the next decade. Yeah. Uh, that's that's just deadly. But you know, if you're not gonna see him play for an entire season, he's not gonna make the list. So mm. availability is the best ability. And I've only got one which I was disappointed didn't make the cut. I take it as a little bit of slander. Oh. They clearly weren't paying attention. But at the San Antonio Spurs, DeJounte oh. Murray has been tearing shit up. He's a good player, like I have. I don't know what his weakness is. Maybe just mentality. He doesn't dominate every minute of the game. He's, sometimes he'll take a back step, let his teammates take over for a bit. But you watch him play, and that guy is a player. Yeah, I think maybe because he's a bit older. Like he's he's twenty four, almost twenty five. Um, but maybe that's just the Spurs, man. They built like Kelvin Johnson, all these guys. Uh, they fly under the radar. Yeah. I think that that would be more, and that's not a sexy pick. It was it's like not a, it's, not a, 
not a sexy pick, but it's a deserved pick. He should be on this list. I agree. No, Lucas Samanich. No, 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 no. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. No. Not yet. Too yeah. early, yeah. yeah. I mean, Pe- Peyton Pritchard, we have to... Hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, maybe we should wrap this up. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Uh, can we finish on this then, and, and similar to what we kind of uh, I brought up earlier then, who's going to, who's going to win an MVP off this list Oh, in the years down the down the track? I mean... Like, obviously, you take your, your green, green glasses off, please, Jake, but like... <laughs> <laughs> I'll put them on then. I'm gonna say Jason Tatum. You think Tatum will win an MVP? You're think, insane. No, I think there's a few Dude, guys on this list that can win one. The story's no. there. If if Jason Tatum leads the Celtics to like a number one seed, something like that, and dominates all season long, he's gonna get so much MVP buzz. Uh, yeah, I think oh, yeah. I think he'll be there in the in the. I, I thought, was the question first or who can? Because well, I, let's 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 go both, right? Yeah, because um, I think there's a few guys on the list that can. I think. Um, Luca and Zion definitely can. Mm. Uh, I think Luca's the probably the most likely to win yeah, first. I think so. Um, I think Tatum will or can. Uh, Mitchell can. Booker can. I think SGA can, and then that probably Bam maybe, but I don't know. Big guys, unless you get to the Embiid Jokic level, I don't know um, if that if that's possible for him. But um, I would say five five guys on this list for me. Lucas, Zion, Tatum, Mitchell, Booker, SGA. So that's six. That's six. I'm gonna, I'm gonna add Jar to that. I think Jar could win MVP one day. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. If we're we're doing the little sneaky Westbrook comparison, then yeah, for yeah. sure. The thing that like I Donovan is like, if Donovan can win, then why is he not in the conversation this year? That's the the tricky one. Place for Utah. I think that's literally yeah. it. I, the numbers aren't like gaudy enough. Yeah, you then know? yeah, you are compared to the other candidates. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah, it's and and often the MVP, it's like you need to be clearly the guy. Um, like Giannis, obviously, it's horseshit. Is it is it horseshit though? I don't know. What you should be penalized because your team doesn't suck. No, but I mean penalized. Like, is like Mitchell's realistically, he's not an MVP candidate. Like, like he's not that guy. Yeah, maybe, but if your team's top of the league, yeah, why but not? But it's, I guess that's the argument is that the, yeah. that's the, the team's so good, like the way that it's put together in the style, especially for a regular season. Maybe instead of MVP, Jazz will win like front office of the year or something like that. <laughs> no, that's got to be. Oh, um, that's the Nets, bro. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think, yeah, I agree. I think Luca will be. I think Luca within the next. Two or three years, even. I mean, yeah. we we I think we brought it up earlier that we we're even talking about it this year. Pretty sure yeah. I might have even maybe bet on it. I'm not too sure. But <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you didn't want to. The odds weren't good enough. Uh, yeah, it might. It was too short. Yeah. You pitched it on the Jokic one, which really got <laughs> back to bite you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I, I kind of agree. I think that that, that those. T- I mean, I Lamelo again. Lamelo, like fuck, bro. Who knows, dude? Maybe yes. fuck. It's so it's early. Too like, it's too yeah. hard to say. Yeah. Um, yeah, the envy, I think those top, the guys at the top of our list, I think all can. But I think Luca and and Zion, pretty likely, as long as they stay healthy. Um, yeah. More, more so for Zion. I'm still sticking with Jason Tatum. I think he's going to win it first. My guy. Especially, especially if Time Lord keeps breaking out and actually helps this team get good. Why well, not? 
Well, I think, they, I think they need a new coach before they're going to be able to threaten <laughs> oh, high enough. Oh, well, look, here's, here's the crazy thing is that he's about to start his, you know, he hasn't even started his second contract yet as well. And that's what's yeah. nuts about these Luca Zion, Tatum guys. It's like it's, it's You're crazy, on a rookie deal. Crazy how much how much time they still got to go. Um, but look, you know, the Celtics were losing to the Timberwolves the last time I checked, so maybe not. Um, don't tell me the score. Um, okay. Thank you. All right. But anyway... I'm glad, I'm glad that you're um, both confident there, Joshy Boy. My, my tape propaganda is <laughs> definitely paying off. Yeah, it's sinking in. <laughs> <laughs> when I go to sleep thinking about Jason Tatum making corner threes. <laughs> He's 6'9". He's so long. He's only 19. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, fellas. Well, otherwise, that's all I've got to talk about today. I think that's a hell of a lot of under-25 players we've covered. Yeah, that's a that's a backdoor cut special right there. Wonderful. Well, you've been tuned into Backdoor Cut. My name is Josh DiMatteo with Jake Eisenberg and Matt Beatty, as always. Until next week, peace.